Hey guys, welcome to Strange Days, the paranormal talk show for the YouTube community and the fans of Art Bell. We are live now, go ahead and call us, numbers listed above and below. How's everybody doing? Happy Monday. October 30th, one day away from Halloween. Uh, Halloween. You guys dressing up for Halloween? Join our chat live. Let me know what kind of costume you guys are planning on wearing tomorrow. Or what costume you wish you could wear tomorrow. For those of us that uh, are a little bit weight challenged and can fit in. I would like to be um, a Spider-Man, but not going to happen. Not going to see me wearing tights, right? Let's see what kind of music we can put in the background. We had a good show on um, Saturday. We had uh, our first call-in. Snot, Mr. Snot from Texas, shout out. Gave us a few um, scary stories from his old homes two homes very cool to speak with them who will be the brave soul that calls tonight we're live pacific time usually starting a little bit earlier so i can work out some of the kinks from um just being new at this you know it's not too intuitive the program I'm using but I like it um, as I progress I plan to use different type of software make things easier 
for you and I. Let's see, we have some people. I know there's uh, some people watching the show. Again, this is uh, a community of Colin show um, with regards to anything paranormal, paranormal news, daily news, uh, anything strange that has occurred to you or has occurred to somebody you know. Uh, spice up a little bit of the Halloween atmosphere, if you will. So good, we got four people watching, welcome. Don't be shy, you can call the number below or you can enter your name and where you're from into the chat section of our site. Thank you for listening. Um, we'll be going through the strange news of the day today. And I wish everybody's doing well, everybody's safe. <clears throat> and everybody's getting ready for Halloween. Uh, how are you guys? Can you hear me okay? Is the music okay? If you can drop something like that on the chat will be uh, appreciated by me. Just to make sure that everything is coming along. Let's see, the weird news of the day. Um, we have uh, hundreds of people dressing up as Spider-Man costumes in Argentina. An estimated 2,000 people in Spider-Man costumes gather in the capital of Argentina to attempt to break the Guinness World Record today. And I was just speaking about uh, Spider-Man. See, I could have possibly joined them. I would have been an, a little obese Spider-Man, but nonetheless, I would have partaken in a world record. Um, let's see. So the record prior to that was in Malaysia. And uh, it was actually in June of this year, June of this year where we had, um, well, where they had 685 people dressed up as Spider-Man. Very cool. And um, Argentinians were attempting by 2,000. I'm, I'm pretty sure they got the record. 2,000 people is not too much. That's a cool news for today. Uh, let's see what else we got. What kind of other strange things? Um... We have about a thousand sheep were paraded through Utah's city's main street. This happened today. A thousand sheep. I would have hate to have been part of the cleanup crew. Uh, the parade part of the Cedar Livestock and Heritage Festival featured approximately a thousand sheep being herded through the main street of uh, Cedar City. Anybody saw that? Anybody from Cedar City? This is kind of cool. Uh, according to the website, this dates back to the 1870s, and it's probably one of the most unique parades in the world. I would have to agree. Parade of sheep will definitely make it. Now, this is an odd news here. Deputies free three bears locked inside of a minivan. <clears throat> Sheriff deputies in North Carolina youth a length 
uh, excuse me, use a length of rope to free a trio of bears that became locked inside of a minivan. Huh. How do these guys get trapped in there? Um, I didn't realize the bear, says the owner of the vehicle, came up to the driver's seat when I was trying to unlock the doors and it caught me off guard. Uh, when I slapped the window real hard, I jumped in. And I guess the bears jumped inside of the car. That's kind of cool, right? Having your car full of bears. Um, well, this is uh, Strange Days, uh, part of our time travel show, which is devoted to replays of our Art Bell, Art Bell and his Coast to Coast and his Dreamland uh, shows were a staple of many people's youth and memories dating back to the mid-80s until... 2015 I want to say 14 15 on and off there's a times when he took a little bit of years uh, gap years if you will um, and, and yeah he was a great talk show host that you know discussed anything that's strange um, and he had a lot of interesting guests during his tenure as the master of the night talk show I've been a fan since 96 or 97 when I happened, I stumbled upon a show on one night driving through California and uh, turned into the good old AM radio settings and found this guy talking about some stuff that I've always had interested in and I became a fan of Art Bell. So I decided to create a channel and post um some of his shows for people to enjoy and now here I am trying to emulate uh, that some same, same sort of, of of show to have people call and uh, discuss things that are odd or abnormal or paranormal and weird uh, the phone number is 951-977-6499 the only thing I ask is no profanity and uh, turn down your uh, speakers so that way we don't get into that fear, that weird uh, loop feedback, if you will, between, you know, the slight delay that we have. I uh, hope you guys are getting ready for Halloween. Call me with some Halloween stories. Let's talk about your favorite Halloween. Maybe your weirdest Halloween. This is kind of cool. The, there was a DeLorean, which is a vehicle that was made in the early 1980s, made famous by Back to the Future franchise. Somebody found a DeLorean with only 977 original miles on it in a Wisconsin barn. That's a great um, find. From the pictures, it looks very beat and very uh, dirty. But, you know, what do you expect for a car 40 years sitting 
Now these weren't the best cars. They had a lot of problems. The engines usually um, tended not to to last very long. They were a very cool looking car, uh, but they had um, issues with the engines. They didn't have enough power, so they looked cool. They didn't uh, certainly didn't uh, amount to much on the road as far as speed. And originally. Um, when they were on the initial stages of, of planning uh, the Back to the Future franchises, Ford approached, uh, I believe it's Universal, and they offered uh, for them to have a Mustang <clears throat> as a car that would be used by Marty and Doc to go back to the future. And from what I've uh, read, uh, the executives laughed Ford right out of the door. And originally, the original screenplay called for um, a time-traveling refrigerator. So, uh, Marty would have entered into a refrigerator that uh, would send them back in time. But I think they uh, stayed away from that based on how many kids used to lock themselves in a refrigerator and end up uh, getting into trouble. A lot of the old refrigerators couldn't be opened from the inside. So if somebody got locked inside, that was it for you. And that's not a pleasant way to spend your remaining uh, hours, if you will. So again, if you guys want to call, the number's been listed uh, on the chat. We... Um, it's a very relaxed show. I'm just barely starting it. This will be our third time. And uh, yeah, call us. We can talk about fun stuff. And if you are watching right now, if you can go ahead and post where you're watching from, I would appreciate it. Um, our chat should be available for anybody to type in. And if you want to call me, call me at 951-977-6499. The only thing I ask for is no profanity and that you guys will turn down the volume. So that way we don't have any scary feedback or annoying feedback for those with sensitive ears. Okay. This is a strange and funny news. It says here that the, the Philadelphia Phillies denied a fan from coming into the ballpark because um, they, not, they did not want him to bring his emotional support alligator. Emotional support alligator. Let's see. A Philly fan had his emotional support animal and alligator named Wally Gator. Great name, great show. Uh, were denied entrance to watch the Philly host the Pittsburgh Pirates. Um, social media showed a picture of the Gator on a leash with a harness and his name on the outside. He was dressed to the nines. 
Uh, Wally Gator is a working emotional support alligator owned by Mr. Hennessy of Jonestown, Pennsylvania. And this reptile actually has a big presence on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, Citizen Banks Park, which is where the Phillies play, uh, had a policy on support animals, which is actually posted on the website. Uh, it states that guide dog service animals or service animals in training are welcome. All other animals are prohibited. So that automatically uh, disqualified Mr. Wally Gator from entering. Can you imagine sitting next to a guy with an alligator at a baseball game? I mean, this alligator looks to be, I would say, about probably about six feet. And it doesn't have anything in its mouth. It has a nice leash with its name, but uh, no mouth guard or protection. Huh. Let's see here. So there's a few people watching. <clears throat> We've been streaming for 17 minutes now, and um, just want to know if there's anybody out there that would like to call with any strange stories. It doesn't have to be a personal um, circumstance. It could be something they heard or something a family member has told them or someone else experienced to a certain degree of legitimacy, right? Or you can just comment in our top chat which is located at your right-hand side of the YouTube uh, channel. Let's see what else we can, <clears throat> what other fun stories we can find out there. You know, I would ask, I would ask if somebody would be kind enough to just comment uh, how the sound quality is. Um, I'm, I'm unable to broadcast and um, assess that at the same time. So if somebody's kind enough, I know there's people listening, um, unless you're driving, and if you can type into the chat section uh, how the sound quality uh, sounds, okay? I would appreciate that a lot. Thank you. Let's see. Mr. Elon Musk plans um, to begin human trials on his Neuralink technology. People that have suffered a spinal cord injury or have ALS also known as Lou Gehrig's disease, may qualify for a six-year um, six long study. Uh, these trial patients will actually have a chip surgically placed in the part of the brain that controls intentions to move. Uh, the chip installed by a robot will then record and send brain signals to the app, with the initial goal being to grant people the ability to control a computer cursor or a keyboard using their thoughts alone. Very interesting. I don't know if I would have anything like that done to me. Obviously, when you have uh, life-threatening illnesses or where you're unable to walk, your threshold for need to walk, ambulate, uh, changes. Right? So, 
we'll see. There's just some strange news out there. So out of the eight people that are watching, I was wondering if one of you guys would be kind enough to just comment on the on the chat because I'm very curious uh, how about how how it sounds. If it sounds okay, if you guys are able to hear me well, if it's clear, and that would be appreciated. I uh, plan to do this on a daily basis. I was hoping to take it about an hour um, per show, but we'll see uh, how the response has been. We had a good response on Saturday. Um, we started at 7 on Saturday, so I know it's a little bit late for the East Coast folks. We've had people listening from uh, New York and a few people from Texas, and we've had people listen also from Canada. Where are you? I wonder where you guys are at. Go ahead and make comments. Um, again, so this is um, a show about sort of trying to cover some of the things that Art covered, which the, this channel is dedicated to keeping his memory and keeping his shows alive. Anything that's uh, paranormal, weird, prophetic, end times, God knows, with all these things going on in the Middle East. Uh, and just kind of discussing that in a friendly tone with, a, <clears throat> you know, with, with all our listeners. There is alternatives for this type of um, genre, if you will. I know that uh, Coast to Coast continues to be uh, a show, but um, I thought I would make it a little bit more generic and organic, meaning um, take it back to the simplicity, you know, without any sponsorships, just um, give people more access to discuss these things. Should we? Oh, doesn't seem anybody's interacting very much today. So I hope everybody's doing well. Again, if anybody's kind enough to post on the chat whether or not uh, you can hear okay and whether or not the sound are um, able to be distinguished or if it's muffled or okay. Maybe Wally Gator could be listening, you never know. He would like to give us a call. See how he was unable to be admitted into the, the Phillies games. He, was, he would always be admitted into uh, this show, to take part into this show. Okay, so that's very uh, important. 
So I'm supposed to go live at 7. I'm going to give it more minutes to see if more people join. There are six people out there, very quiet people. Oh, there we go. Mike at Art Bell Experience. Hi, Mike. You're calling from Long Island, New York. Very cool place. I've been to Long Island twice. I very I liked it a lot. Enjoyed it. Very beautiful. I um, I wanted to make it up all the way to Montauk, but uh, I never did. I've been fascinating by you know by the Montauk Montauk experience. Uh, excuse me, Montauk experiment. Um, and I know that there's a lighthouse there and there's an army base where supposedly this thing took place. I don't know if you've ever been there. Awesome, you run one of the oldest and biggest art build chat groups on Facebook. Well, Mike, plug me in so we can get some of your listeners. I would love to uh, work with you so we can have... Um, Maybe have you co-host with me, you know, try to do our own uh, homemade uh, sort of Art Bell kind of talk. Camp Hero Grounds, I'm not familiar with that. Is that, is that the name of the, of the base? Let me see. Camp Hero Grounds. Okay, yeah, so that would, uh, Camp Hero State Park, right, okay, oh yeah, so you're right there by the, by the Montauk Lighthouse, yeah, that's where I've been wanting, I've been wanting to go, I was in New York in August, and, um, I should have made it, man, and I, I should, I used to live in New York, so it would have been cool to go, I would have loved it. Yeah, if you could, uh, if if you could announce, so just put a direct link to this um, live broadcast. Um, it would be great. You can have the people in your chat group, uh, or somehow embed. If you could embed this in your in your group, that would love that. So we can get this thing going. Um, thank you so much, X Virus Two Hundred Two. I appreciate you. Thank you. That it sounds great. That's great. Um, Mike, I would love to. Actually, you know what? I'm I'm on Facebook now. What's the name of the, What's the name of the of the Facebook, Mike? What's the name of your Facebook uh, group so I can join it right away? Um. I would like to join that. I, you know, I've joined a few, so I'm sure I probably could have you. Let me see. I'm going to look for uh, Art Bell Groups. There's a bunch here. The Art Bell Experience, that's a 15,000 <clears throat> member. That's pretty massive. Let's see where you're at. Okay, so um, I'm gonna apply from my personal uh, from my personal account, but we'll keep my name between you and I. Okay, Mike, I go by Doc here, and then um, I'll join with my personal Facebook account. So we'll keep that uh, between you and I. 
<clears throat> send me the either a po post a link or, or, or tell me the name of your Facebook group and other listeners too. Uh, go ahead, let, let's join Mike's group, uh, Facebook group. He says he runs one of the oldest groups on uh, Facebook for um, for Art Belt. So we should all actually <clears throat> be joining that. And I'm, I'm pretty sure I probably could be part of it at some point. So all we need is just the name of the group and I'll go ahead and join it. You know, I always wanted to, um, I always wanted to emulate <clears throat> the Art Bell format. And uh, it just dawned on me that with the capabilities of YouTube, we could do that. You know, I had this channel that actually posts, I think I have over 30, 40 videos on old Art Bell stuff. And uh, it dawned on me that I've neglected the channel for a few months, but I always know that there's always people watching. There's always three, 4,000 people that watch. And so I thought, why not create a, a live show, you know, to see how... Um, the people are uh, receptive, meaning if, if they like, obviously they like the format, they're listening to the RBL shows. What if, if from the channel itself, I create something that emulates that? So this is my second attempt. I had a, a trial chat on Friday. I had a live event on Saturday, and then this will be my third wonderful Thank you, Virus, XM Virus 202. I appreciate that. This is my second, actually, channel devoted to Art Bell. I had another previous channel that got, um, some guy dinged it. He claimed copyright on, I think, like 11 shows, and my whole YouTube channel was shut down. And YouTube is very unforgiving. Once they shut you down, you're done. I mean, there's no coming back from that. Uh, and they wouldn't even verify who the guy was. He had an email. He had an email with a. I think he was. From, he lived in Germany, and he had a Gmail account with the name of Art Bell Show. And for some reason, they thought it was official. I don't know who owns Art Bell, but uh, it seems like some shows get flagged and some shows don't. So I, I have no idea how that works. I emailed the guy directly. I offered to withdraw those shows, remove them, but uh, he wasn't very receptive and my whole channel got shut down. A few months later, I decided to re-upload and uh, here we are. I think I have over 3,000 uh, active listeners and God knows how many hours worth of uh, worth of listening uh, the channel has because people like art you know people love art and they love uh, who he was and they love the way that he managed uh, himself carried himself the way that he interviewed people the guests that he had brought on and so on and so forth Okay, so yeah, this channel has gotten, my, my channel, which is called uh, Time Travel Radio, has gotten 18,000 views in the last 28 days. Uh, 
Um, it's gone up by 98 subscribers. I have 3,154 3, active subscribers. I have 18,000 views for the month and uh, 16,000 hours. So people are really listening to entire shows. I mean, the Art Bell shows are massive. Um, there are some that are 50 minutes an hour, but some of them can be up to four hours long. So, so let's see here. So Mike at the Art Bell Experience. If I could find your channel and Facebook, I would uh, I would appreciate that. So I want to I want to join your Facebook channel and I want to connect with you. I'm gonna subscribe to your online <clears throat> your your YouTube channel, okay? And that way we could have some sort of um, connection there. Let's see. So, well, the point of the call-in show is to have people call in, right? Uh, the lines are open. It's, uh, go ahead and call me and uh, we don't have to talk about anything paranormal if you don't have any stories that uh, sort of fit that genre. We can talk about news or anything within that realm and we can get to know each other and well, you can be somebody to break the ice tonight. I had a caller from Texas on Saturday. I quite enjoyed the interview. Very nice gentleman. Uh, we talked about some paranormal activity that he was having in his home, which actually I think some of those, those things uh, followed him into a second home. And it was very interesting. Very nice man. Goes by the name of Snot. So shout out to Snot for being the first call to the Strange Days call-in show part of the time travel show which is dedicated to art bell so you guys getting ready for halloween are you guys dressing up for halloween's will you guys be handing out things at halloween There's an awful quiet, quiet show tonight, but don't don't get uh, intimidated, you know. Just call us. One bite. We have you on the air. The sound sounds very good, and uh, we can discuss some of the things affiliated with the app Paranormal prophetic and so on and so forth <clears throat> let's see
So I'm creating um, a group as we talk. It's called Time Travel Radio. And it will be a, a private group on Facebook. Let me see if I actually, you know what? Um, let me see if I can change the name maybe. To Strange Days. Or should I just keep it like this? Maybe we can call it Strange Days Show. Well, we'll keep it as Time Travel Radio for now. And I'll work on all the settings. But yeah, if you guys want to call me, go ahead and... Uh, the numbers listed and we can talk about uh, all things within the realm of our dear our bell shows okay so I sorry guys I'm creating the group now I'm just gonna make it into an easier way to to find it. Okay, so time travel radio, strange days, save changes. It's funny how much uh, Facebook just kills the resolution of, of stuff. Once you upload something, just the resolution decreases substantially. It would, things look a little bit even pixelated, I would say. Kind of annoying. But hey, it's free, right? For now, can't complain. Okay, um, I have a number for the group, but I'm going to be changing it to. I want to see if I can put an easier name on it. Maybe, okay, here we go. Um, Group settings, probably here. Okay, perfect. Private group address. I'm gonna customize the address. Oops. Strange days. Strange days show. Perfect. No. 
Time travel radio, there we go. Yeah, because that's really that, that's the main address of everything that's tied up to that. That's basically the main. All right, so we have, it's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash time travel radio. So if you're listening right now, go ahead and join it so we could um, promote things. There you go. That's a Facebook group for you guys. If you want to join, I would appreciate it. So it doesn't seem to be very, uh, <clears throat> anybody wanting to, to call. What's going on guys? Don't be shy. When I asked about uh, planning to start a live show seven days ago, we had a good good support. A lot of people were excited about it. So um, it's just a, I guess it's just a matter of, of getting everybody's schedule together, right? Because we have people listening from all all, all all places. So I put in the Facebook group address, and we're still waiting for somebody to start us up on a call. I plan to go until 8 o'clock, but, uh, you know, if I'm not getting a lot of feedback, maybe I'll just hang on until 7.30. As you know, the intent of the group is to have people call, and, um, yeah, to talk about the strange things. I mean, I had some, it's funny, I had some Spanish listeners call me on, or text on the, um, on Saturday, and we had a little bilingual exchange, which is awesome, cool. Okay, so you guys can either join the time travel radio Facebook group 
or call. Here we go. So since it's a little bit slow, I'm kind of taking advantage of all these group creation events. guys well So I know there are six people watching. Um, I would wonder if you guys want to call. I'm going to keep giving the show a chance until I believe it has potential to take off. It just needs the right promotion, right? Like everything in life. So again, this is a channel created to emulate a little bit of a nighttime talk uh, in-call in show that emulates a little bit of what Arbel used to do. If you guys want to call, the number is posted on the uh, show notes as well as on the chat time. And uh, we can discuss anything in regards to the paranormal or the strange prophetic news. 
Hope that everybody's doing well. Everybody's getting ready for Halloween tomorrow. Hey guys, thank you for calling Strange Days Call-In Show. Who am I speaking with? Oh, hi, my name's Steve. Hey Steve, thank you for calling. I appreciate you. How are you? I'm good. I'm, I'm, I guess I have to pause the video because it's a delay or something. Yeah, so you don't have to pause the video. Just uh, turn down the, the volume so we don't get that, that weird feedback. Um, oh. Yeah, and then it's supposed to be a second delay, but I think it, by default it goes back to like 10 seconds. Anyways, where where are you calling from? Florida. Florida, nice. So tell me, do you have any any uh, abnormal experiences or anything you wish to talk about? Uh, I mean, no, not really. I, I don't really have an experience anything weird, but... I believe a lot of, you know, the weird stuff that's happening in the world. Um, I used to be a pretty straightforward mainstream person about 2016 when um, I guess probably um, I kind of like uh, woke up the chemtrails. Have you heard of those? Up at chemtrails? Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm very familiar with the with with the, with the cam trails. Do you have any? Yeah, what, are you are you just just uh, am I? Are you have me on speaker because you sound just a little bit muffled. Oh, yeah. If you get off the speakerphone, I can I can hear you better, and then people that are listening can hear you a little bit better. I probably appreciate that. Thank you. Sorry about that. No, no worries. So tell me, what's your take on these chemtrails? What do you um, have you noticed anything? Yet? Well, they're absolutely real, and they're doing them everywhere. And um, once I started looking in the chemtrails, then I kind of uh, woke up to a lot of other things that, like, I I, I didn't expect, honestly. Really? So tell me a little bit about. Um, what, what do you think is the end point of, of, of these chemtrails? What, what are they trying to accomplish? Um, worst case scenario, they're probably trying to give us all cancer and kill us, like uh, an extermination program. That's a fair assessment. That's a um, I can't. I don't. I don't believe in the whole 
you know, we're trying to block the sky because of global warming. I, I don't block by that. I, I don't even think that would matter. You know, if um, I think that's a valid point, but if now to play devil's advocate, if if you were concerned about global warming, I think the last thing you want to no, that makes sense. I think if you cover, if you were to cover, but somehow I think that would probably increase the temperature as well a little bit, won't you? I don't know that. It, I mean, I consider like uh, the world to be its own caretaker. Yes. Like, yes. I don't think like we have that much impact. I mean, yeah, we have a slight impact, but. I don't think that we can have that much impact that we're creating global warming or anything like that. I don't know. That's just my opinion, but I really think chemtrails is all about just killing as many people as possible. I really do. Hmm. There's some validity in that. I could, I could, uh, I could relate with that. Now I, um, stumbled upon, that topic a few years ago, and I, I found something very interesting. I found that there was um, there was some aerial photography. No, excuse me. I shouldn't say aerial photography. There, there was some photography of the skies. Okay, and these photos were taken in the I believe 1860s, 1880s. Now this is before the advent of airplanes, and there were some formations that looked a lot like chemtrails. Isn't that isn't that wild? I, yeah, but I mean, have you have you seen us do it though? Oh, definitely. Like, no, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can watch it happen before your eyes. No, definitely. Over the course of several hours, where you'll see a pattern of planes fly above, they'll put straight lines out. There's Straight lines will start to dissipate and connect together. It turns the sky all milky. And then where do you think that stuff is going? It's falling down. Definitely. And it's falling down onto everything and into the water. And there have been plenty of people that have done, uh, you know, groundwater tests and all that kind of thing. And they've discovered high levels of heavy metals. And, um, you know, stuff that's not good to the, the human body. Yes. So, I, I don't know who's behind it. I mean, you know, I hate to say Illuminati, but, I mean, I do believe there's an evil group of rich and powerful people that are, um, you know, trying to control the entire world. What do you think? I um yeah I I believe so I believe that there's powers that are uh, that are not on our best interest that that have that in mind to control and to benefit you know from society um, I stand to you know I I hold to the biblical uh, belief that uh, that you know that the dark forces are the ones that are actually in in charge of the earth so definitely they don't have the best interest for us in mind. Now, you mentioned that uh, while you were undercovering some of these or researching some of these subjects in regards to the chemtrails, you stumbled upon other things. Would you like to share what other things, what the other things were? Uh, UFOs? Yes. Um, you know, 
like any kid growing up, I was, had a heavy interest in all, you know, UFOs, Loch Ness Monster, Bigfoot, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, um, you know, uh, nothing really seems to have changed with that very much. And then so I just started, and this was back in the days when, I don't know if you remember, but YouTube used to be wide open. Yes. For creators and, and content providers. Absolutely. And they could provide, they could provide anything. And, um, you know, I started to realize that I think UFOs are not people from outside the earth. I think UFOs are from the earth. I think UFOs are man-made. And I think UFOs are also something from here, from somewhere here. Yes, I I agree with you in the aspect. I don't believe they're from other. Uh, I don't think they're from other planets. I think that no. there there could be from uh, uh, Middle Earth, if you will. Um, yeah, Middle Earth or under the sea. Yes, but in I the, you know in the water. And I also hold uh, to the idea that they could be also interdimensional, meaning from a dimension that we cannot visit ourselves. Yeah, you know that's that, also possible. Yes, yeah. that would make sense in the way that they kind of come and go, disappear, reappear, and they seem to they seem to break all kinds of, uh, of physics of rules of physics as well. Um, what do you feel about the overall agenda? Um, what do you think their agenda particularly is? Just observation? Um, no, they're demonic. Yes. They're yeah. demonic. Have you... Uh, you know what? I also... I also... I, I'm also not sure that God doesn't use the same kind of and technology. You know, because uh, Satan is a, a counterfeiter. Whatever he thinks to do, he stole from God in the first place. Right. So I'm not sure, like in the Bible, when you read about the Ezekiel's wheel and some other things like that, that that wasn't some sort of, you know, technology. And I don't mean, like, to go along with, like, ancient aliens because I hate that crap mm -hmm. but you know that could be also at God's disposal so I don't know I mean I, I'm not so prideful that I can never say that yes or no I know this or that for 100% but I, I don't I think like you know the fact that people are getting abducted and having horrible experiences and all that stuff is very demonic. Yes, I agree with you 100% on that. Now, um, I am of the belief that uh, we we used to have technology that far surpassed what we have now because we can't even, uh, you know, with the technology we have now, we couldn't even, even we, we can't even construct a pyramid. It's very clear that there was an advanced society happening long ago. Yes. Um, 
it's hard to reconcile with what the Bible says and what um, we can see with our own eyes. Um, what I mean is, I, I don't doubt the Bible, but I think we take the beginning of the Bible very literally to the point where it's like we think that there was absolutely nothing and then and then and then. But maybe that was God's do-over. You know, there was already something here and he came along and it had destroyed itself and he recreated it. That's very but then interesting. There's another, yeah, and then there, but there's another thing to consider. And this is something that just recently kind of I discovered. Some people think that Jesus came back and all that previous glorious building across the entire world was during his his second return when he ruled and they say he was here for a thousand years so i mean there is just there's so much to consider it and you can't i can't personally say yes one thing or another but clearly there was you look at the buildings you know and the stonework and, and you just can't even fathom how it was possible that there was something else that was going on yeah, definitely. And I think if you hold on to the beliefs of the Bible, how God, you know, originally created uh, humans to be perfect, <clears throat> and we're sort of uh, in a decline, if you will, right? So that, that would Absolutely. so that would let me know that if that's the case, and people were a hundred times smarter than we are today before, we've been, you know, we've yeah. been, our, our ingenuity, our our uh, smarts, if you will, has been in decline. So, um, yes, I agree. So that 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 would that would go to show us, right, that uh, they they far exceeded the technology that they had before with what we have now. We just kind of think that we're on the top of it, and that we're, you know, that no no other society has been able to emulate what we can do now. But um, I agree with you in the fact that. I think people were much smarter back then, and uh, they had technologies that we've lost. Well, that's due to evolution, the theory of evolution, because they want us to believe that we're, you know, we came from slime, we turned into fish and lizards and monkeys, and then, sure. you know, and so that that's all part of that whole psychology where oh we're getting better you know we're better than we were because we used to be flying and now we're upright walking here and right so everybody's infected well not everybody but a lot of people mainstream people are infected with the idea that we're progressively going towards something better but i agree with you we're not going towards something better no no we're not something less yeah we're, we're stepping backwards for sure and um, and and what you just said right now falls right in with the with one of the sins of the sin of pride, right? Thinking that yeah, we that's are a big, that's a big problem. Yeah, thinking that we're the best and the top and everything. I mean, we do have uh, in the last 150 years, our technology has exponentially grown, but at the same time, we're lacking in a lot of things. 
um, navigation. People used to be able to navigate, um, you know, do all these things that are amazing. Uh, and we don't give them enough credits. We just sort of bury that as, you know, as luck or we just don't think about it. But I, I think that the way that our history is presented to us has been changed. I don't think that the history that we know now, it's it's probably the true history of, of, of how we came to be and how things have happened in the past. I agree. It's totally true. And one of the other um, arguments, well, arguments, but um, things that people use, because this is something that I've been exploring recently uh, in terms of Jesus's second coming was the dark ages and how there's, you know, there's no information through the whole period of the dark ages. Right. Um, and it's like a total blackout of history. Um, and I, I, I'm on the fence about that still. I'm still, you know, because... I don't know one way or another, but it's certainly possible, just like anything else is possible, because we're, we're dealing with limited knowledge. But certainly if that was true, they wouldn't want us to know that. Uh, yeah. There's 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 theories uh, where actually, supposedly, they, they skipped 400 uh, years of world history just to uh, be able to match up a calendar. So... There's theories that the Dark Ages never really existed. That there was about two to three hundred years of of, uh, of calendar that were erased, uh, just so we can sort of match up with. Uh, you know, I haven't read it too much into depth, but it's basically a, a reset of a calendar that erased three hundred uh, years of history, and that's what they call the Dark Ages. Because how do you go from a society where we have documentation of, you know, the Roman right. Empire? Uh, we right. have documentation of Christ, and then all of a sudden, what could have happened that we have silence for a period of 300 years? You know, when we had people that were educated, we have means to right. write, we have me, and all of a sudden, there's nothing, and there wasn't even a global, uh, you know, there wasn't a global catastrophe, there wasn't a global pandemic. So, I tend to kind of put a little bit of belief into the fact that maybe our timeline just got. Uh, just a couple of hundred years got erased there. Well, I'm sure that there has been all kinds of uh, messing around the timeline because, um, like I said, they don't want us to know for sure for what's sure. going on. And you know, and and, and that that's clearly that's a clear sign of evil because to deceive like that, it, you're not doing that. For the benefit of anyone, you're only doing that out of school and deception. Yes. So that's how you know what you're up against. I agree. Yeah, I totally agree. And it changes everything because if you if you abide by, by calendars and if you abide by prophetic calendars, when you have you know, when you have potentially two to three hundred years of 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 of, um, of missing time, then then timelines and prophecies are going to be off. You know, yeah. a lot of people, Absolutely. yeah, a lot of people put a lot of weight on the. You know, they said two thousand years Christ came. Two thousand years later, we're supposed to be, you know, the end of the church or what have you. And 
If there was 300 years that would have been erased, and we're actually in the 18, 1700s now, you know, we're not even close to the 2000s. And, you know, a grand part of the world functions on basic other types of care, uh, other types of way of measuring time. I think, according to the, the Jewish calendar, we're like in year 5700, I believe. Yeah, I've heard that too. Right. So, so we don't really, we don't really know. But, uh, but it's, it's inter yeah, All these things I agree. are. I Let me ask you a question. Go ahead. When did, when did you first start becoming suspicious of the world around you? When did I first start becoming suspicious? Um, you know, the, the, as I get older and things start to... You start a question and things don't start to make sense. I think when you lose your childhood innocence is when you start to become suspicious you know you you go through you know you, you go through stages where you first are a child and you basically believe everything that's told to you and then you go into the other right. stage when the, you remain hopeful about your future and you're in high school and you're going to college and you want to do this and you want to that and then you finally get to that stage and then you realize that it's not all that they promised and then you just start seeing the corruption that lies within our society you know um, and then you get a little bit cynical and then you start questioning. Mm -hmm. You know, I saw an interesting video today. I was uh, I was browsing YouTube, uh, and uh, I don't know the name of the video game, but basically there was a guy on a video game. Uh, this is a video game where you can interact with the uh, with the players. Uh, they're called NPCs, the non-playable characters. And so this gentleman was playing and he was walking up to the non-playable characters and he would ask him, he goes, you know, you're in a video game. And the non-playable characters would be like, you're crazy. What are you talking about? And he would have this full on conversations with these non-playable characters that are definitely in a video game. And they were not believing that they were in a game. I saw this. No, I just saw this. So, so when you play a video game, when you play a video game, there's always people in the background, correct? Let's right. let's say like this GTA game, or you're playing other games. There's always people like fake people in the background that you interact with, correct? Uh -huh. Well, as technology advances, sometimes you can interact with these people. You can ask them questions. You know, usually like when I used to play Nintendo, you would go and. You know, for example, if you play Zelda, you would go into different places and they would give you like little tips. But it's gotten past that level when you can actually interact with these people and you can ask them sort of the same questions that you would ask Siri. Well, in, the, in this video, this guy would ask him questions about, you know, about basically deep questions. And, and the, the these characters that are basically computer characters would answer you believing that they're actually in their own reality. And I found that fascinating. Uh -huh. This guy would tell him, you know, you're in a video game. You're lying a code and be like, you're crazy. What are you talking about? And some of the characters would get upset. Other characters would start kind of interacting with them. Um, but, uh -huh. yeah, it was very interesting. You know, there's a whole theory about uh, about being in, a, you know, being in, in, inside of a simulation. Um, but when when it's... Very, uh, Go ahead. I'm, I'm I'm very uncomfortable with the whole idea that of people who say we're in a simulation. Yeah, I don't know. I don't believe that either. I don't. I don't believe we're in a in a simulation either. But, but 
to realize that a video game character would think that they have, uh, you know, you were always, you almost think that they're a sentient character, you know? Yeah. That they're self. Yeah, that is very disturbing. Yeah, it was very disturbing. I thought I was very interesting by the video. Interested by the video, but I I don't attest to the fact that we live in a. I don't I don't think we live in a in a simulation. Um, but there's people that do, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, and uh, I, I believe me, if if it was something that was reasonable to consider, I I, I wouldn't say no to it, but at the same time, I, I just, I don't believe it. I, I don't see the evidence for it. Uh, the physicality of this world doesn't allow for it, you know, because, you know, the NPC characters in the video games, they don't feel things like the way we feel things. Like I, right now I can feel wind blowing on my arm. Right. They don't. There's no way that they feel that. And if we were in a simulation, I don't believe that there could be a simulation so advanced where you feel wind on your arm and you could smell things up your nose or, you know what I mean? It just, it would just have to be just beyond all kind of I don't know. It just it, it would it just it freaks me out to even consider. <laughs> yeah, it's a scary thought. It's an uncomfortable and it's a scary thought. But, but the light the light at the end of that tunnel, you know, if 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 we were living in a in a simulation, then that points to the fact that there needs to be somebody who created the simulation. Right? Oh, well, there's no doubt there's a creator. Exactly. There's a creator, no matter what circumstance put forth. I mean, you know, simulation, no simulation, physical world. There is a creator. Yes. There's I, no doubt about it. 100% agree with you. But uh, for those and people... Creator, and, the, and the creator is good. The creator is a good creator because you don't create a world this beautiful... And by beautiful, I mean the, the sky, the sea, the trees, the grass, the animals, the flowers. I mean, no, no good, no, no evil genius would create that for people uh, he didn't love and care for. Yes. And I, I give thanks almost every day. Just for the creation alone, no, it's stunning. Uh, it is stunning, and I agree with you. There would be any, there wouldn't be any point of, of it would be all just buildings and buildings. There wouldn't be any point of creating beauty if that was the case, right? Yeah, because it would be, it would be mountains and fire. That would be it. Pretty much, because in essence, if you wanted to fulfill, um, the, you know, the basic needs of a man, which would be, you know, lust and sex and all, you you, you wouldn't need a, a beautiful sight for that. On the no. con- on the contrary, a beautiful sight would point to something different. And I think that's like the very first step to understanding God. To- Look around with your own eyes and say, 
it didn't have to be this way, but this place is beautiful. Yes. Who would, who would, what kind of higher power would, would do that? And if you can't appreciate that, if you think that it's just random, then I, I think you're crazy. Mm-hmm. Because it could have been anything. We could have all been worms and dirt. Yeah. I agree with you 100%. What is the point, right? There has to be a point to create a being that's able to think and make decisions on its own. Otherwise, just create a world with rocks and worms and things that don't think. But yeah, there, there's definitely an underlining um, symphony of a creator and the beauty that uh, we're able to see, you know, in the sky, the earth, uh, and even from our own emotions, you know, things move us, right? Sometimes you listen to a, a music and you just have these sensations that are um, unexplained, right? Mm-hmm. Well, good times, man. I pre- I really appreciate talking to you. Now, can I just, I want to just go back to one thing from before that we talked about. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I asked you, like, when you became suspicious. Um because I wanted to tell you, when I was a very young child, and I'm talking about like even during the childhood innocence phase, mm-hmm. I was I was suspicious of the um, like the Washington Monument. The Washington Monument. Like, the Washington Monument. You said. Yeah. Tell me a little because bit more. Like, How were you suspicious of that? Because that's an Egyptian artifact. I mean, that's an Egyptian, you know, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yes. The, the it's, Washington it's, Monument. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's Egyptian symbolism. Yeah, and I'm like, what does that have to do with America? So how did... And so, I, you know, I was very young, so I couldn't put it together, but I, I knew that it... it it didn't seem right to me because like America had nothing to do with that as far as I knew. Yeah. And then, you know, the dollar bill with the pyramid on it. I was like, what does that have to do with America again? Have you, um, are you familiar with the theory about, uh, an, uh, an an Egyptian civilization uh, at the red at the at the no at the Grand Canyon. Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, I'm also familiar with that. There was an Egyptian civilization worldwide. Yeah. I mean, the the Egyptian civilizations go thousands of years, and there's I mean, they're spread. It wasn't just the pyramids and. This, the, from my belief, I think that the Sphinx predates the pyramids more than two thousand years. Yeah, I, I think that was all pre-flood, though, wasn't it? I'm, I mean, the, in, in well, my way of thinking, that was one of the reasons why God sent the flood was because yes. those were the people who yeah. were on the world. Perhaps so. Yeah. So the Sphinx could have been pre-flood, and then obviously we know that the the the, the pyramids came after. But 
Yeah, so this could have been all pre-flood civilizations. And so, um, but where's the connection between that and, uh, well, maybe they're suppressing a part of history of America that we don't know about. And hence, you know, the hence the revival of the symbolism when we establish something on, on a land that used to that used to you know belong to somebody else. Hence, if if the U.S. was a long time ago a colony of the Egyptians, and we don't know that, but the people that founded the nations do, then of course you're going to use those kind of symbols, right? Yes. Well, because, you know that definitely falls on the secret societies because they're the people who are keeping that alive. Yeah, that's fair. Fair assessment. They're the enemies of God. They were the enemies of God before. They're still the enemies of God today. Yeah. And then the other thing, the one other thing I just want to say, and then I'll I'll jump off. Um, when I was very young, um, my mom got divorced from my dad, and um, she took up with a very good man who became my stepfather later, but he was a Catholic. And then, so, he would take us to his Catholic church. And even though I was a very, very young Christian at that point, I mean, I, I was a baby Christian. And we would go into the Catholic church where he worked And this is not against the, um, the people of, you know, the Catholic faith, you know, the people that just go to church and yes. blah, blah, blah. No, I know what you mean. I, I know what you're trying to say. I, I was, I was, I was shocked and put off even, and I'm telling you, I, I was a kid under the age of, I don't know, I want to say 10, the idols mm. and the idolatry and the Mary worship and I knew even at that age that that was not right. Wow. You know, that was not <clears throat> biblical. And, uh, you know, I don't mean to offend anybody who's Catholic because you get caught into a system and then you just kind of go along with it and the people that run it just tell you, oh, yeah, this is okay. Sure. But I was like, I was like, man, this, this is not, this, is, this, this, this seems wrong. And so, no, did you have, did, did you have a, 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 prior to you going to that kind of church, did you have a, a Christian upbringing or, or that was your first exposure to a religion and a faith? Oh, I, I had um, exposure prior to that. We were, um, we were Methodist, so we just went to a little tiny church with bare bones and you know, it was, you know, there was nothing special about it. There was no fancy anything. And now, you, you know, it was just a... You know, you think that those ideas of the, the worship of, of Mary and the, and the, and the, and the, um, the idols, you think that was uh, installed in you while you were attending that little church or is something that just came out innately from you? I think it just came out innately from me. And this was what was leading me up to this, because what I wanted to say to, to cap it off was, I know there's like a lot of spiritual gifts 
And I can't say that I have any of them, but I do think that I have the, the, the gift of discernment because none of that could have ever um, set anything off in me at that young age to the point where I would say, what does the Washington Monument have to do with America? Why is there a pyramid on the dollar bill? So Why are, you, yeah, nobody, no, nobody ever taught me that directly. I didn't have parents who were like, um, <laughs> you know, like over the top, like, you know, that I had very liberal parents. Right. So there was nobody, there was nobody telling me or instructing me. Beware of this or beware of that. So ba- basically you had, right, you already had some, uh, you already programmed with convictions. That can only come from God. I agree. Now, I, I'm on the other I, side of, I'm on the other side of your experience because I, I actually grew up devout Christian, a Catholic and um, I had no convictions whatsoever uh, about that, uh, which is not to negate your point. I think your point is fascinating, and I think it's uh, it, it was a blessing, if you will, to be able to have those convictions. But I was the opposite. I had my altars, and I had my holy water, and I had my, my, my statues. And then when I became a believer, uh, those things were seen by me as something not worth uh, pursuing, but you were the opposite. You had those things already, sort of like pre, uh, pre, pre programmed, which was ve- it's a very interesting what you're saying. I, yeah, and it's it's just like I said that there's many spiritual gifts. Um, yes. Um, uh, I, I don't have any others that I can think of, but. At a very young age, I had that, and I don't know where it came from, and I don't take any credit for it, and I don't mean at all to call out Catholic. No, 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 Jesus. no. I mean, we, but, we. I grew up in a, in a, you know, I'm, uh, I'm already close to, close to my fifties, and I grew up in an age where you could express yourself without you know being uh, for having any repercussions i know we live in a society now where we have to be careful but what you're saying uh i'm not i'm not perceiving any viciousness and i'm not perceiving any judgment under it so it is just the way it is it's a valid point of how you experience life and again we don't. I, I have no disrespect. I mean, my whole family uh, are, are are Catholics. I was Catholic one time. I'm not knocking on that. I'm just telling you, in, uh, the same way you're uh, relating your experience to me. I'm relating my experience to you. So, um, I understand. Yeah, it's very, very, very interesting because both of us ended up sort of coming to the same conclusion, except that you had convictions that I did not have. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, way cool. Well, awesome, uh, brother. Nice to thank you for for calling. I appreciate it. Welcome to call back. Um, I, like I said, I, I this is just my second day. I, I plan to do this on a daily basis. Maybe uh, moving an hour. I'm I'm in Pacific time, so I know it's probably late yeah, for you. I, I, Go ahead. I don't even know how I I don't know how I got subscribed to your channel. <laughs> 
That's... I just, uh, I was looking at my feed and I saw you there and, you know, I saw you saying, give me a call. And I was like, all right, I'll give this guy a call. Okay. I, what is your name, by the way? <clears throat> I go by Doc. You can call me Doc. Doc? Yeah. Doc? Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, Doc. Nice meeting you. I'm Steve. Bye, man. All, all right, brother. God bless. Take care of yourself. Thank you for sharing all those things, man, and have a good night. You too, buddy. Take Bye-bye. care. Bye-bye. That was a great call. <clears throat> Very interesting. Um, you never know where the show takes you, you know? You can never plan ahead. You, you start talking about chemtrails, and you end up with religion and beliefs. So that's what I like about... Um, this format of uh, of open lines and open calls. I appreciate uh, the call. You know, I, and that's my aim of the show, just to kind of get people's thoughts on, on different aspects with the aim on the paranormal to spirituality to things that just are not discussed on a daily basis. Uh, you know, and I just uh, ask for respect uh, no curse words and to turn down your uh, volume in your computer. You don't have to pause the video, but turning down the volume helps so we don't get a, a, a loop or a feedback. <clears throat> uh, it's 8 o'clock now, Pacific time. I don't know if uh, if I have any um, other willing callers out there who would like to make the leap and call me. Or if I just just call it a night. Uh, I've been streaming for an hour and a half. The aim is an hour, but I think that an hour is too short. Um, but uh, yeah, so far I've been on for an hour and a half. If I want, uh, if if you want to call, I'm gonna I'll give you guys five more minutes. If I get a call, I'll stay on. If I don't get any calls by 8:05, I'll just uh, I'll call it a night. And. Uh, God be willing to be able to join tomorrow at uh, it's either 6.30 or 7. I'm probably going to go on at 6.30. I think that way I can reach out a little bit of the East Coast people without having them to stay uh, awake too long. So it will be a 6, 6.30 Pacific Standard Time. But um, I'll give you guys until 8.05 if somebody wants to, somebody wants to call. Uh, just to kind of recap a little bit, I created a group, a Facebook group for all uh, for those that are su- subscribed to the, the channel. The channel is a time travel show, mainly devoted to the Art Bell programs. And this is part of the channel. This is called a Strange Days uh, Call-In Show. So once you um, join the Facebook group, you have access to the community and uh, you have access to connecting with people that have similar interests. Uh, for the gentleman that call, that uh, texted earlier, texted or under the chat, uh, I'm interested in joining that Facebook group. He said he had one of the oldest uh, Facebook groups dedicated to R. Bell and... Uh, the Coast to Coast Dreamline radio shows. So I'll be definitely interested in joining that and hopefully getting some more people to be active. 
the time draws nigh. We have, it's 8.02, I'm gonna give it up to 8.05 for somebody to call if they wanted to be live. Otherwise we would, um, continue tomorrow, right? Let's see here. Somebody posted from Beaumont, California. I know where Beaumont is. It's on the way to Palm Springs. Cool little city. I've been there uh, a few times. You could go to Idlewild or you could uh, go towards the mountains where they have they have this apple orchard where you can go pick your own apples and they have some awesome apple pie. And usually when it gets cold enough in California, uh, Beaumont will see his fair share of snow, perhaps at that 1,000 to 2,000 foot elevation, which is nice. I think they had uh, some snow there last winter. Um, no snow where I'm at, although last year I think there was some snow where I work. Very small amount, I mean, uh, you know, a little flakes in California and we're already trying to build a snowman. It doesn't require much to please us when it comes to snow here in California. Unlike, uh, you know, listeners in uh, New York. And as opposed to listeners in Florida, where I don't know if they've ever seen what snow looks snow looks like. So we're entering our final minute here, 8.04. I don't think anybody else will call, but thank you guys for remaining with me for this past hour and a half. Again, uh, this is a call-in show that's gonna mainly focus on things of the paranormal, strange, and unusual. Tomorrow's Halloween, so we'll see what kind of strange calls we get. And uh, thank you guys for sticking by, for watching the show, for listening. Go ahead and um, join our Facebook group. And uh, be safe. God bless you guys. Thank you for spending some time with me. And let's see here. I want to... I found a... I found a cover... A cover of the Doors song Strange Days that basically I'm a huge Doors fan and I think that's an apt title for the, the call-in show Strange Days. And so this is a cover uh, so I don't get dinged with any copyrights and I'm gonna I asked the gentleman uh, if I could use it. This would be as an opening sequence or as a closing sequence and as I enter the 805 8.05 p.m. Uh, closing time. I, I thank you guys and I'll sign off with uh, a little bit of the doors. Again, this is uh, the Strange Days radio call-in show. Shouldn't call it radio. It would be the Strange Days Live. Well, let's call it Strange Days Live show. Um, hope to be live tomorrow. And uh, thank you guys for joining us tonight. Have a good night.